Good morning. Good morning. It's a religion's on the air. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic from which they stand, two nations under God, with liberty and justice for some. And we see that at work in our society today. When you are godless, when you are faithless, when you are chasing after things that you shouldn't be, by God's definition, not mine, then you are going to be going to pay for it. You're going to have some issues. Uh, God will not be mocked. Do not be deceived. God will not be mocked. A man will reap what he sows. If he sows to the flesh, he will reap corruption. If he sows to the spirit, he will reap eternal life. And how do we do that? How do we sow to the spirit? Well, that is a practice in faith. We have to have faith first in God. The Bible says that. We have to believe in God and believe that he exists before uh, we can have wisdom, before we can really understand how anything works. And men have tried their best to explain away God, to explain why we don't need God, why God is a myth, why God uh, does not exist, why you could get the society that we have, the reality of what we live today and every day by random chance, by other means than God creating everything. And yet we see God's creation in everything we do. Romans 1, we just covered that a few days ago, was is clear that there is a creator. There's someone who has much more intelligence than we do that had to make all this stuff, that had to design things so that they fit together the way that they do, had to design male and female. That does not happen by random chance. Had to uh, magically or super, not magically, but super uh, um, outside the bounds of what we understand physics to be able to do, created people, created animals, created the kinds, and allows them to exist. You know, one of the main reasons... I could never believe in evolution is, okay, what came first? The lungs, the eye, or the lungs, the mind, the heart. What what, what can you do without in your body as a human being? Very little. Yeah, you could do without legs. You could do without arms, maybe. But try and get rid of your heart and see what happens. How do you do that? And yet we see in a baby, the heart is beating within, I've heard, various things like nine days i mean that is a miracle but yet it happens every day so that's our premise at at it's a religion is god did create everything and you are a fool if you don't believe that you are foolish the bible says that if you do not fear god and fearing god starts with believing that he is and believing that he created everything as he said he did in the book of Genesis, which we looked at back in January. And by that premise, it colors everything that we do, everything that we think, everything that we believe about life. And it makes a difference. It makes a big difference to how we approach life. It says things like a man and woman are the ones that come together in marriage in unison and become one flesh. It says a man is responsible to take care of things. 
to support others, to help others, to not walk around being self-centered all the time, saying, look at me, I'm on Facebook. I went to the bathroom 16 times today. I'm sorry, but it just seems like that's a, we're in a very narcissistic society nowadays. Everyone wanting to say, look at me, everyone wanting their five minutes of fame and to be on a viral video. But in reality, what is life? It's a very short blip on the grand scheme of things. You know, even if this planet has only been around 6,000 plus years, which is what I believe, that's a long time. But in the context of eternity, how long is it? Very tiny blip. It, it's just a hop and a skip, right? Not, not really anything to it other than that. But we are currently looking at faith. And faith in God, faith in Jesus Christ, is a precursor to living life properly, to being in life properly. And we had looked at, at faith in the Gospels. We're looking at, we looked at faith in uh, the book of Acts. And now we're going through Romans. Romans talks a lot about faith. And we were in chapter 3 yesterday. Today we're going to look at chapter 4. And I'm just going to read a, a brief commentary in chapter 4. It says this, The main object of this chapter, chapter 4, Romans, is to show that the doctrine of justification by faith which the apostle was defending, was found in the Old Testament. The argument is to be regarded as addressed particularly to a Jewish person, to show him that no new doctrine was advanced. The argument is derived, first, from the fact that Abraham was so justified. Secondly, from the fact that the same thing is declared by David. So, let's take a look at that. Romans chapter 4. What shall we say, then, that Abraham our father, as pertaining to the flesh, is found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he has whereof to glory, but not before God. For what says the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Believe, people believed, is placing faith in something, right? In this case, God. Now to him that works is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that works not but believes on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. So in other words, you're not putting faith in your own works. You know, if you put your faith in your own works, you're not being considerate of God's grace. It's not grace then that's justifying you, it's your own works. Even as David also describes the blessedness of man unto whom God imputes righteousness without works, saying, blessed are they whose inequities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. David said that in the Psalms. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Comes this blessedness then upon the circumcision only or upon the uncircumcision also? For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then reckoned? Was he in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. Abraham wasn't circumcised when he had righteousness imputed to him by God because of faith. Verse 11 says, And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of righteousness, of the faith which he had yet being uncircumcised. So he already had the faith in God that God then said, You need to be circumcised, circumcised as a sign of your faith in me. 
that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, the righteousness might be imputed to them also, and the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had yet being yet uncircumcised. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Again, the law didn't promise Abraham anything. It was the law. It exposed sin. But the promise was to Abraham because of faith. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Because the law works wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore it is of faith, that it might be by grace. To the end the promise might be sure to all the seed, so that only, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him whom he believed, even God who quickens the dead, <coughs> excuse me, and calls those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And Abraham is today the father of many nations. And being not weak in the faith, he considered not his own body now dead, but he was about a hundred years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform, and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed. If we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. So we have that same promise through Christ that Abraham received through his own faith, faith in God, the Father. And I, you know, people still think that maybe it was Jesus in the form of a man who came to visit Abraham and made the promise of to him that he was going to have a child with Sarah. So faith is the key factor in all of this, folks. It's it's the starting point of everything. You know, Jesus talked a lot about faith, that people had faith to be healed in the Gospels. We, we heard that. Paul said, you know, he saw that he needed had the faith to be healed. People uh, had to have faith in what Jesus could do before he would do anything, really. But when people exhibit faith, his spirit or his power is released in people. <laughs> and, you know, there's a, a debate out there of, of whether God gives the faith to do that or whether people have to have that first and then receive from God his spirit. And, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. God is the only one that can give grace to cover sins. And at the end of the day, that is what's necessary to be with him forever. To see life from a perspective that is right and good, that is right with God, which is righteousness. You have that choice or you can suppress the truth in unrighteousness to go against that truth, the truth of God, the truth of what 
uh, he made his creation, the truth of Jesus Christ and him dying for your sins, the truth of the history from the fall to Christ in the Old Testament. So we encourage you to place your faith in the right place. There are only two choices. People say there are many ways to God, and that is just not true. There's one choice that is a way to God, and that's Jesus Christ at this point in history of the world. Everything else is false. Everything else does not get you there. And you can argue with me all you want about it, but it doesn't, it's not going to make it any more true. Because God said it that way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Period. Exclamation point. End of story. And either you believe that or you don't. So let's look at some of the wonderful updates from today. So much positive news out there because the world is going crazy. And Tucker, I guess last night, uh, what's happening to the truckers in Canada reveals the future of the United States. And I believe that. I believe that the leftists have a plan. They want a one-world government, and they're going to implement this agenda one way or another. And it may not happen just yet. You know, if, if enough uh, patriot, freedom-loving people take over Congress in the United States uh, this time around, it may, may turn, but the the Democrats are ruthless. Leftists are ruthless. They will lie and cheat and steal to do everything they can to implement the power, the solution that they want. And I believe it's a, it's because of faith, because they put faith in the wrong place and they're deceived. They do not have wisdom. You know, I look at, at a gal like AOC and Tucker gives her a hard time, but I, she can have wisdom. She's not placing faith in God and putting him first in her life. its I mean, it's pretty obvious from her actions, and I think you see that in a lot of these people. Joe Biden is not, whatever Catholic he claims to be, he's not acting like one. You can't be a Catholic and then say, oh, but I'm, I'm not going to uh, place my personal beliefs over and above whatever. I mean, then why have a belief if you're not going to stand for what you believe? It's the biggest joke on the planet. So the cloud of a Trump endorsement takes on the legacy of a Bush family political dynasty. So it looks like there's a couple guys running for governor in Texas. So or attorney general, George P. Bush, maybe. I don't know. So that's all right. Let the Bushes and Trump fight it out. But that's the problem is the Bushes are a uh, a group of folks that um Our globalists are, you know, I mean, I think George George W. Bush had a good attitude, a good Christian attitude towards a lot of things. But the fact that he's become best buds with the Obamas since he left office, I think, speaks a lot to where he really is mentally. And I think it's a sad state. I think, you know, liberalism gets people. And people are guilted into it a lot. People are... Uh, deceived into it, I think. And some of liberalism isn't necessarily bad, wanting to take care of people, but forcing that upon people, forcing things to be a certain way instead of doing your best to, in a free society, help people and doing that at the local level. I mean, that's the other 
problem with this whole thing is the federal government's gotten way too big. It's gotten way too uh, expansive, way too many people that you can't get rid of and they know it. And so they can get away with just about anything. Imagine this, England scraps COVID restrictions and mandates. Oh my. You know, I was looking at stats this morning and you look at per capita, India has one of the lowest rates on the planet of COVID deaths, COVID infections, COVID anything. And one must wonder what they did differently than everybody else. Because the United States, with half the pop, less than half the population of India, had twice, over twice as many deaths. What is it that we did differently than India? What did India do differently? And India, in a lot of places, has horrible uh, um, situations in terms of, um, you know, I would think that would have just wiped out half that country. But it didn't. What did they do? Well, I know one thing that they did in, in some of the areas. They used ivermectin, gave it to everybody. Cheap drug that everybody could get access to that's very safe. And yet in this country, we were told otherwise. In England, they were told otherwise. You have to get a shot. You have to get this shot. We must make you get this shot. If you don't get the shot, then we're going to fire you. Saw a story this morning. Beverly Hills firefighter gets drilled by human resources for refusing the vaccine and gets fired afterwards. A firefighter, a guy who's trying to, to help people to save lives because he won't take a shot for a disease that's 99.5% recoverable even when you have issues. And somehow, him not getting the shot is putting others at risk. That is the biggest joke on this planet. Give him some ivermectin and send him home. What they did in India had half the deaths of the United States. So, but we see throughout the society a battle being waged um, by faith. What do you have faith in? You know, a new poll shows 7.1% of U.S. adults identify as LGBTQ. Well, sure they do. It's the cool thing. It's the in thing in the liberal mind. And again, I believe that God is allowing people to be turned over to a reprobate mind. That is not something that's healthy. That's not something that's good. <sighs> Hey, our local county COVID cases are up 10.4%. Well, praise the Lord. Let's get it over with. Sorry. Sometimes I get a little feisty on that. But hey, no matter what happens, no matter what news is out there, your life is for a short time. Even if it's 89, you know, I have a grandma that's 96, going to be 97 in April. But that's still a short time in comparison to eternity. Are you sure your faith is in the right spot, is in the right things? Are you exhibiting that faith on a daily basis? You are exhibiting your faith on a daily basis. But if you don't have it in the right place, then you're going to be exhibiting the wrong things. Have faith in Christ. If you don't know him, find out about him. Read about him. Learn about him. Seek him out. He will be found. He says that. But with that... We're going to call it a day and go have a good day today. Put your faith in the right place and walk it.
you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a poor swing. The summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama. For 